Welcome to Slight Reliability. Learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Hello there. Welcome back to Slight Reliability, the show where we learn about SRE and observability one week at a time. I've been hearing the term observability for years, but never really had a clear definition for what it is and what it isn't within the specific context of software. I'm currently in the process of reading Observability Engineering by Charity Majors, Liz Fong-Jones and George Miranda, which I guess is the most authoritative resource on the topic. And this book defines observability for software systems as a measure of how well you can understand and explain any state your system can get into, no matter how novel or bizarre. Now there's a lot more discussion and examples in the book beyond that. I'm not really doing it justice by just giving you that one quote, but that's the one sentence summary. And the key point here is that this definition applies specifically to technology. I 100% agree that this technology-focused version of observability is extremely valuable and necessary. Software solutions are continually becoming more complex, more distributed, involve more components that are outside of our control, Good observability helps us understand what's going on within this complexity, remediate issues faster. It also reduces the cognitive load on engineers trying to investigate incidents. It helps developers validate what their code is doing is what was expected. But the thing is, I always felt that observability promised more. Not that what I just discussed isn't important. It's both extremely valuable And yet, most organizations in the world have a long way to go before I or they or anyone would consider their observability mature. But as I said, I have naturally gravitated toward a bigger picture view of what observability is or could be. In a nutshell, observability in the context above is about understanding technology. And I want it to be that but also about understanding how are we tracking toward business outcomes, whether our customers are able to achieve great outcomes with our products and services or not, and what the customer behavior is, and also the effectiveness of how we build and operate our software systems and services, plus how all these things impact each other. The term observability doesn't come from software. It comes from control theory or mathematics, where it's defined as a measure of how well the internal states of a system can be inferred from knowledge of its external outputs. This also is discussed in Observability Engineering, the book I just mentioned. It goes on to say in the book that in order to apply it to software systems, there are an expanded set of criteria that you need to meet for your system to be considered observable. What I'm alluding to here is that observability is not a technology-specific concept. There's no reason it can't be applied to other domains such as business, customer, sales, or customer support. So here is why I think observability needs to be more and to cover these other things. Every book or report that I've read in the last few years has told the same story. In the context I described earlier of continually more complex and distributed systems, including businesses and industries, successful organizations deliver small batches of change frequently. They continually learn from how these changes impact their business and customers and make constant adjustments to stay on course. 
This is the backbone of DevOps, Agile, Lean. It's the thing that every organization claims it's doing, but very few actually achieve. True agility. You don't have to take my word for it. You can read about it in the state of DevOps reports that come out each year or the book Accelerate by Nicole Forsgren, Jess Humble and Jean Kim, which goes into more detail about how those reports are built and what the key learnings are, or even read The Phoenix Project or The Unicorn Project. But to me, the book that really nails this topic is Sooner, Safer, Happier by Jonathan Smart. In the book, it explains the complexity of the digital era that we live in beautifully. We've moved into a time of unknowable unknowns. There is no way in all this complexity that anyone can predict the success or failure of an idea in advance. The only way to steer a ship in this ocean of chaos is to continually run experiments. Identify an opportunity or a need, build it, put it in front of real users, measure how that change impacts both customers and business, and then adjust course accordingly. The faster you can run these cycles of experimentation, the more likely you are to navigate toward a desired state and not head off in the wrong direction. This entire way of working depends on one thing, the ability to quickly, accurately, and continually measure the state of your business, customers, and technology, and then gain meaningful insight from what is measured. I think there's a wide chasm between how effectively we are collecting data in our organizations versus the insight we're getting from it. I was chatting to the CEO of Squared Up the other day, and he made a really good point about insight. It's this kind of an ephemeral thing. It's not something you can bottle up, mass produce, despite what just about every tool vendor will tell you. Insight isn't something you can just go and do or produce. It's esoteric. It's that light bulb moment when you learn something that, that allows you to fix a big problem or gain some competitive advantage. True insight is rare. It makes me think of a detective trying to find that one piece of evidence that will break a case wide open. If you want to read more about this, there's a fantastic blog called The Insight Industrial Complex by Ben Stansel. So when I think about observability and what I want it to be about, this is what I mean. Yes, to software observability. We need it to work effectively in the digital era. But also, yes to tracking if we're trending toward meeting business objectives and outcomes. Yes to understanding customer behavior and whether or not they're able to achieve good outcomes or not. Yes to understanding the maturity of how we build and operate software. Yes to all of this and more. I think this is what observability should be. I can already hear some of you saying to me, but wait a second, there's already this whole world of people working in BI and analytics who look at business and customer. But from my experience, I've seen this done not in a real-time and responsive way, but something that produces reports for executives monthly or quarterly. It's slow moving. It's disconnected from technology and product. Maybe we're about to unlock a new discipline which pulls together BI and observability into one. If so, to me, that's really exciting. It unlocks the full potential of both of these worlds to become a compass to help organizations continually set course for success. 
I'm actually working on an internal project at Squared Up, which is putting some of these ideas to the test. So our CEO is also acting as our CPO or Chief Product Officer. He wants to have a clearly communicated and real-time view of the state of our cloud product. I don't just mean the health of the technology, but also whether or not we are meeting our business objectives, whether our customers are achieving great outcomes, how well we are delivering support to our customers, how effectively our sales processes are in terms of making it easy for customers. I've been running these internal workshops, which are somewhat reminiscent of the SLO adoption workshops that I experimented with in the past. But this time the focus is more on identifying key business, customer and technology indicators that we need to track in order to understand the success of our product. It's really early days, but I'm building a real-time visualization of the indicators that we identify in the workshops. I'm currently working with Google BigQuery for the first time, as well as a customer and analytics platform called Pendo. The Squared Up product itself can connect to these products via APIs, pull in data in real time, so we're actually using our own product to track its own health. I'm actually preparing a proposal to speak on this topic of beyond observability at SRECon APAC in Singapore in June, ideally with a lot more progress on our internal project to refer to as a case study, because I think this is a really important topic. It's kind of the essence of everything I've been thinking about and working towards for a couple of years now. So what do you think? How do you define observability? Are you interested in observability outside of the context of technology? Maybe not. How does your organization succeed in the digital era full of unknowable unknowns? That's all from another episode of Slight Reliability. Thank you once again for tuning in, whether via YouTube or via the podcast. I have a fantastic interview coming up next week, so definitely watch out for that one. I'm not going to give anything more away. But uh, otherwise, I'll see you all next week. <laughs>